Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Aaron Rodgers not playing, taking this season off, perhaps. Who knows? But I'm still trying to wrap my head around the barbershop. Wait, can, I, can I get a story real quick? Because uh, Key said um, kids allegedly selling candy, right? Which I've been one of those kids. But now I'm curious. I want to hear, Key, what were the tactics? But you actually gave the people that purchased their candy. I'm sure, right? Right, Jay? You actually I, yeah, gave them the Because I, I marked it up. I bought it from the store, then I marked yeah. it up. No. And I said it's for the kids. Key, did you, you know, get ripped school. off by middle school? How'd you do it? What was the tactic? Well, you got the, the, the yellow envelope, right? The vanilla envelope or whatever they call it. Vanilla. Vanilla envelope. Yeah. And you got the, the names, <laughs> the amount that you want, the price. Yeah. And you, I don't actually have the candy as a kid. I go to you. What do I do? Give you my address? You give you put your the name, all the different oh, stuff on wrong. there. And you wait, I give <laughs> you my I'm information. Wrong. Yeah, but yeah. And then you say what are you gonna deliver it to so me? You're gonna drop the candy, it's yeah, gonna be dropped drop it off, off to you. You've never run into that before? I would never And you would give me your little ten dollars or whatever. No, 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 it's it's like putting candy on layaway. Yeah, it's right. basically it's like layaway. Have you ever had to put something on layaway? You never had to put what do you have you ever had to put have you ever had to put anything on layaway? See So you never but well, that's hang, a whole nother second. Have <laughs> I personally or my parents? Oh, when you were younger. When I was your parents, younger, your parents probably put stuff on my layaway. My parents yeah. for sure. But okay, think okay, about okay, it, though. I did not grow up that way. Yeah, no, okay, but think seconds. about it, though, Alan, in all seriousness. You've never, as a kid in elementary school, elementary school, they never had you yes. sell candy. Yes. We did fundraisers. But we had did you actually the candy have bars? the candy? Yes, See, in a I box. grew up in South, South Central L.A. We didn't have the candy in the box. They had to get the money to purchase the candy in our schools. That's a scam. No, no. Listen to listen to what I'm saying. Don't you call South Central a scam? <laughs> at this time, LA Unified School District okay. didn't have the money to purchase the candy in advance. So the, the kids, we would go and collect the money, we turn it into the teachers, and then they get the candy, give it back to you, you drop it off to the individuals that ordered it. However, there are a handful of young individuals within our neighborhood that may not ever deliver the money to the teacher, so therefore you can never get the goods. But how are you going to do that to people, people in your own neighborhood, though? That's I mean, the mess. You're a kid. You don't know nothing about that. Well, so, you're a kid. So, no I would have people in my neighborhood that would fight me. Yeah, you're a kid, man. You're I would have grown ups that would want to grab me by the neck and fight me. But what, Anybody, what happened to my candy? Like, where's my candy? They, knew, they knew the game. They want to help the kids out. So, they just take the money? That's the. Yeah. Y'all just squeaky clean, I see. Nah. No. No, it's it's just having morals, maybe. Oh, God, not, stop. Geez. It's just that's Moral. not something you do. Alan, please get in here. That is not Man. something you do. you help do. this dude? What? Help me? What am I getting wrong about that? It all happens, man. Well, just no, like look, going to look the shop I know that that happens. I know that that happens outside of in Chicago one time after a Bulls game. Bulls-Knicks game, walking to the rental car. Uh, out in the street because it's late. It's already well past. Everybody's out of there. A, a bunch of kids come up. Yeah. And this one kid is like got a box with some like M&Ms in it. Yeah. And the other kid's like, hey, uh, you buy some candy for our basketball team. And I Oh, mean, they always hustling outside right, the right. United Center. Yeah, yeah, over there. <laughs> Those are my I – love, I love them. But, but the best line – so it's me and Frank Isola, right? And so the best line is like we both look at each other and we look at the kids and we're like, where do you, what, what do you play? And they say, oh, our high school. And I'm like – like they were both little, so I'm like, "There's no way you play basketball." Like, this, like, why are you like, knocking the hustle? Though? Why are you up there doing an FBI, yeah, CIA report? Just buy some I damn candy. I wasn't buying it. I wasn't buying that it was for your basketball team. 
You oh. still should have just dropped something in there. Who said I didn't? Why are you assuming I didn't? Because you just, you just acting you, like, yeah, you, yeah. like you didn't. You act like you weren't going to support them because you I, knew that they weren't basketball players, even though they were trying to sell no, some candy I was letting, to survive on the streets of south side of Chicago. Is that what you're doing now? And then if they took your car to your rental car, you'd have been mad. <laughs> <laughs> they were way too small to take anything from me. The point is, is that I called them on it, laughed about it, and we I got, moved I on. I got to take you, I got, before we move on back to sports, Yeah, I got to take you to a black barbershop, though, and give you that experience. I need that. Because I'm serious. It's so much you can learn from that on how the hustle in the barbershop is real. Like I just want to be in the you conversation. Would love it, man. The debates and all that stuff. All that's that, the I debates. The I would go to the barbershop just to watch games. And they're watch so games talented. with my boys, get my hair cut. And they're kick so talented, it. they could hit, hit you up. On you the get you a tight fade. Yeah, they have tight, tight you all fade. the way up. I've had a fade since 1994. You need it. Now that I'm looking at you. Now that you're you got, on this show. Now that I'm looking at you, and I've been sitting here for the last several days. <laughs> you got a lot of Jim Palmer in you. No. <laughs> that's, an, that's, an, that's a, a no, compliment. compliment. That you kind of got Jim. Jim yes. Palmer was yeah, a nice one. I am not offended, I am not offended by You look kind of like a Jim Palmer. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not offended Palmer. by that one. I'll certainly take that one. Jay goes to the barbershop to watch games because he doesn't need to get a haircut. Wah, wah, wah. Well, I think mean, it's a shave. You know, sometimes. I, I do miss the shave, though. There's no, you really nobody, try They can't hard. do shaves they yet, do right? They do all that. They put no, the razor I know that. on yeah, you yeah. everything. Yeah, the hot towel, the whole no, nine. Yeah. Like, I like that. They got you, you man. Don't that. worry about it. See, okay. but, Evan, you know why I go, I, I go to the barbershop for my beard, too? Because I can get the razor. I can get the tight line up. I can get the hot towel. I can get all that. Mm-hmm. And where's Iron Rogers going to get his haircut next? <laughs> this is... Oh, I'm this is generally where right we now. get okay. to that point of, y'all talking about. hey, you guys dragged that conversation on too long, but let's get back to the Aaron Rodgers conversation, mainly because, and thank you for doing that, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. No, mainly, though, because there is something that Ryan Clark said earlier in the show pertaining to Aaron Rodgers uh, and his situation and really other athletes as well that I wanted to touch on. Let's take a listen to what RC said earlier in the show. If Aaron Rodgers was walking around the building mistreating executive, mistreating coaches, mistreating players, that he would be fired. That if Aaron Rodgers underachieved in helping his team win football games, he would be fired. So why can't Aaron Rodgers want to be in a different place if he feels like a lot of these things have been done in Green Bay? And so that's how he feels. He feels personally he hasn't been helped in the way that he would like to be. He hasn't been treated in the way he would like to be. The organization hasn't drafted, hasn't picked up players in the way that he feels would help him be the best that he could possibly be and win Super Bowls. So he wants to be on a new team. Ain't that how it works? That's how the contracts work for the team. Mm -hmm. So why can't it work like that for the players? Why can't the players take their careers into their own hands? And that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. No, no, it doesn't work that way, though. You sign a contract. You don't have an – if you have an option, if you have an out, sure, then you can opt out. But you don't have that. That's the whole idea of the contract. Until you're a free agent, you can't choose. You can't say, I don't want to be here anymore because you signed the contract. The team signed you to that contract – Therefore, you are technically an employee. So when they feel like you're not living up to your standards, they can say, we're going to move on from you, whether it's trade you or cut you, which is the way it works in the NFL. But it doesn't work the other way where the player says, you're not living up to your end of the bargain, so I want out. Is, it, but, it could work that way, but you're going to have to rewrite the CBA. Good luck doing but, that. But does that make it right? Because I said, if you want to change it, you have to. But, but right but, now, but, but we, it's not about right. It's about da- what, the, da- what the rule is, the what CBA, the agreement is. Damn the CBA and all that. Does it make it right? No, it doesn't make it right. But that's there's a lot of the, things in life that aren't right that we have to abide by. 
There's a lot of things. That, there's well, a lot of laws that aren't right, but we have we, to abide by them until they are changed. That, that yeah, is, exactly. That is true. Negotiated. And there's there's also a lot of laws that are in place and people ignore. People ignore and do what they feel they want to do. Am I right? Yeah, so, but it doesn't mean there can't be repercussions for that. I, no one ever said that there could or couldn't be. But if Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the situation that he's in in he Green has one Bay, option. He has one option. He makes a decision to approach them like he did on three separate trips that they've flown to see him. And each one of those individuals, based on the information that I've gotten, he had a conversation with them to let them know what his gripe was about. And that's it. Now, what? how deep those conversations went, I don't know. But to say that he can't ask to be let out of his contract or moved on is wrong, then I'm never going to agree with that. Because whether it's college sports or professional sports, we watch front office people leave. Mm-hmm. You get cut when they think you can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. All it, So why can't he decide you're not – well, allowing when, me to be the best of deal. me, you're not deal. allowing me the best of to be the best of who I can be based on the things that you're giving me, so I can excel. I'm putting all this pressure on me to take us to the NFC Championship game. If we could get a linebacker here, a defensive tackle there, or coach calling the right play at the right time instead of kicking a field goal, maybe I don't have to go home at night and stress and drink because. I'm in a better situation My answer like is simple, a Thomas LeBron. Brady. My answer is simple. LeBron James changed that. Why? Let's take a one plus. Kevin Durant did the same thing. I'll yeah, take a one plus. It, it so now I control my destiny, yeah, but and probably, I'm not stuck with but you. But the NFL is different. They can franchise tag you. They can do this to you. Can, it's, it's all that sort okay, of stuff. Again, collective bargaining is how you fix that problem. If your union was strong and your players feel that way, we need to have more power on our control of what we can do. Well, then you have to sit down and have that conversation with the league and say, we need to rewrite some of this stuff, and that will cost you an entire season, if not more. Here's my thing. If, if I'm hard-headed, you know, it, it's funny. We talk a lot from the Aaron Rodgers perspective about, you know, we've had multiple people come on our show and say, this is a guy that doesn't talk to his family anymore. This guy dig his feet in the sand. We act like upper management from Green Bay, they're just supposed to be passive. Like, we act like they don't have an ego, too. Like I'm saying, if I'm hard-headed, if I'm a, you, want, you don't want to be here? You signed in 2018. Yeah, go we we moved a lot of things around for. Maybe we didn't get you everything you want, and you feel like you were miscommunicated to. You don't want to be here. Retire. Retire. Yeah, go home. Yeah. The only problem okay. with that, though, Jay, you don't get any assets in return, and your fans then look at you saying, "You've got this guy, and if he doesn't want to play here, trade him so you can get something so we can move on." Because again, in the end, the most ignored yet most important element in pro sports is the customer. Right, you don't have the game without them. Kashuk, do you think? Do you think Green Bay Packer fans will stop going to games? Stop. Realistically, they will be mad. They'll be mad. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Have you Green Bay going to Lambeau Field, seeing it's, one of those games? It's one of the most loyal fans I think there is. Yeah, fan bases there is. Yes. Do you think they'll stop going to well, games? It's a great, it's, great experience. I'm saying I, the experience yeah, will it, be it, a drop off from what Aaron Rodgers it was. Be a great but do you experience. think? Look, Let's, we had horrible Chicago Bulls teams. We're still selling our games. Yeah, not a great experience. But, but the so. experience was much different. Let's bring in – this is a perfect time to bring in Mark Tauscher uh, into the conversation right now, uh, former Packers offensive lineman, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Mark, good morning. Um, I don't know if you heard some of that, but it, it, you know, the idea, of course, is what we've been asking throughout this whole show. 
is always going to be a villain in these things. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers is held in such high regard in Packer Nation. Yet we've had calls from some people that are already starting to turn on him a little bit here. If there's a villain in this whole thing, will he ever be that guy? Um, I don't know about villain, but I do notice, and it feels like this saga has been going on for about six months, but it's only been a week from Thursday, last Thursday that this whole thing has been going. And I noticed already after the draft, I thought Thursday and Friday, we do a show uh, from nine to 12 on ESPN, Wisconsin. And, you know, we, we had heard what's going on with the front office. What's this? And then by Monday after the draft, the tide was turning. It was more of what does Aaron want? Why aren't we hearing from him? He was at the Derby. So locally, I think we're feeling and hearing a lot of kind of angst already about everybody wants Aaron Rodgers to come back as quarterback, but I think everybody during this one week is trying to figure out what he wants. And I think that's the question everybody has right now. Well, when you think about it, I think when we look at it from a larger perspective you got people all over the place you got Terry Bradshaw calling him weak and and saying things like that where now that tide is is not necessarily starting to turn but eventually I think it's going to turn if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come out publicly and say he wants to stay or he wants to go what did you make of Bradshaw and what he had to say yeah, Key, I just wonder, like, what Bradshaw would do if, um, you know, back in 83, if the Steelers drafted Dan Marino, you think he would have just been fine with that? Uh, Probably it's not. It's real easy. It's real easy to say all this stuff in the week. And anybody that knows Aaron, that's all just garbage. Any, the stuff Bradshaw said, I don't take any credence in. I think when you're, you are hearing, you know, we had Brett Favre on yesterday. You're hearing from a lot of former teammates. You're hearing from people that are close to Aaron. And, at some point, you do want to just hear it from Aaron. You want to hear what is going on, because right now there's a lot of conjecture. We've obviously heard from Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur. We've heard from the Packers side of it, and we've heard rumblings, but we haven't heard anything yet. And I think that's what everybody is – that's kind of the next thing, because you're hearing anywhere from, you know, 80% he's going to be back to there's no chance he's going to be back. Nobody really knows. I think there's still a lot of moving parts that have to happen, but there's no doubt – there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of questions about how is this thing going to get rectified? Because I just keep coming back to thinking, you know, Green Bay said they're not going to trade him. Aaron Rodgers, if he does not report, is he going to sit out a full season when he's going to be 38 years old? And you don't know how many more opportunities you're going to have to win a championship. That's really what this is going to come down to. Who's going to blink? Mm. Can they both kind of come together to find a solution that's palatable for both of them? the front office and Aaron, because right now with the worst case scenario would be he sits out a full year, doesn't play and the Packers get nothing for him. That's the worst case scenario. Mark, you bring up such a great point because we talked about it earlier on the show. And I said, the longer that he decides not to say anything while you have people from the front office who are saying we are 100% committed to Aaron Rodgers, We want him here. We'll give him what he wants. What does he want? Doesn't that make it look worse for Aaron Rodgers the more that time continues to lapse? Well, yeah, I mean, for this period of time, yes. But that can all be changed, you know, when there's something that actually happens. Because right now there's just a vacuum. And people are filling it, you know, with different people talking about what they think and what might happen and, you know, different things. So once Aaron decides to come out and say that, you know, we're going to work this out, whatever the case may be, 
I, that's going to be the big, you know, kind of the big, the next domino to fall. And everybody looks at that June 1st date because the salary cap ramifications. I really think that if you get through the whole summer and you start getting into when training camp and guys report, the last thing, and Key, you know this better than anybody, the last thing you want to have is the uncertainty and the constant questions about well, when is Aaron coming back. If training camp starts and he's not there and there's no resolution, that's the worst-case scenario because now you're everybody's looking over their shoulder trying to figure out what's going to happen next, and you're not developing and trying to improve your football team. Mark, let me ask you this. How awkward is it going to be if Aaron Rodgers walks back into that locker room, not only from a player standpoint, not, not the players, I'm talking about dealing with the coaches in the front office, and even to a degree, some players. I, I just think from the coach's standpoint, we've heard Matt LaFleur, he's not even going to go down the road of thinking about having this 2021 football team without Aaron Rodgers. I think the coaches would throw a parade the day Aaron Rodgers makes that decision to come back. And I think the locker room, too, because you, you can have disagreements and you, there's understanding. But the bottom line is the 53 guys in that locker room, they all just want to win. And everybody knows that if Aaron Rodgers is quarterbacking your team, you have a much better chance of accomplishing your goals of winning, getting to playoffs, and doing all that. The only awkward part would be, from Aaron's standpoint, coming back in with Goody and with everybody in the front office. The coaches, and I think that locker room, there would be, I don't know if it'd go so far as a parade, but I'm telling you that would be one warm welcome that he'd have coming back. But you know how it is, Mark, the trust factor, right? It's not, it's not, it sounds like it's a trust issue and coaches, yes, they got their own separate thing going. Players got their own separate thing in front office, but the coaches are locked with the front office. So when it gets real tense, is Matt LaFleur, what side is he going to be on, right? Is well, he, Matt, you know? Yeah, he, Matt's gonna, Matt LaFleur is going to be on Aaron Rodgers' side because he is looking at this. He knows, hey, we have had a ton of success. We're 26-6. and six with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback and me you know, as the head football coach, he is going to be gung-ho. I, I just think from you know, the trust factor, there's going to, that's the big issue, I think, from the front office side. I think once Aaron makes that decision, if he does make that decision to come back in that locker room, there is not going to be any doubt. Everybody knows what Aaron Rodgers is about. He's going to, if he makes the decision to come back, he's going to be all in to win. He's not coming back to, you know, for any other reason than that. So the team... And the coaching staff, there is no worries about that. I would, If I was betting, I would say none of those guys are going to have any worries about that piece of it. Mark, is it as simple as if Brian Gutenkutz was out that this would all be resolved? Is it as simple as that? If there's no issues with LaFleur, there's no issues in the locker room, no issues with any coaches, is it as simple as that? And if there was an, uh, an actual owner like a, you know Robert Kraft, Jerry Jones, that kind of owner, one person in place, would this have already been resolved? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. I, there is no doubt that this is where the consternation is coming from. It's the, the trust and I think a respect piece of it. That, that is a big component to why we're seeing this unfold. And I would even say, I wonder if after the loss against Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game, if this contract extension that has been reported has been offered I wonder if that happened at that point earlier instead of a little small restructure and then the contract comes later. 
I wonder if that would have been enough. I just think that you've had a series of things that Aaron feels like didn't go the way he was hoping they would go. And I think that is what has eroded kind of that relationship with, with Goody and with everybody up in the front office. Mark, we appreciate your time. Great job and great perspective on this. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Thanks, guys. All right, Mark Tauscher again from Wildey and Tausch, uh, ESPN, Wisconsin. And it's, uh, you know, that that's the, to me the biggest story is, is the fact that and what he just said there, LaFleur would take his side. LaFleur would take Aaron Rodgers' side in this whole thing, which means there's one guy then that's the problem. Or maybe it's two if you include Murphy. I think he would take Aaron Rodgers' side to a degree. Of course. The coaches always want the players because the players help them win. But in the end, he ain't running nothing. Yeah, He's but the coach, coach wants and to can, keep can his say, job, though. Can I say something, though? Yeah. He so, can take a side. But you, you, do you think Matt LaFleur will actually say that publicly? Do you think he would say, I'm on the side with Aaron Rodgers? No. Hell no. Would that be, he might say, wait hey, a minute, wait Aaron, a minute, I'm wait with you. Would that be good for his personal business to do that? No. Oh, I think it would be. No. You no. would if you heard a coach come no, out for a player not. and say that that's my I'm, guy. I'm indifferent. Well, we got to get this right. Well, saying I, I that's get my it. guy, we got to get this right. I need Aaron Rodgers. That's fine. That's that's what why you want to say. But not to say I'm on Aaron Rodgers' side. Well, like, I, it, aren't you saying that by saying that's no, you're my not. guy? No, we got to get this you're right. We need this guy. But he's already said he can't fathom thinking about not having Aaron Rodgers. So he's already basically said that. Right. He just is not as definitive as saying. Well, well, I don't care what the front out. office is. Well, our okay, front okay. office was yeah. wrong, and yeah, we, yeah. you know, we should have given Aaron this. We should have given Aaron out. He's not going to. Well, he'll say that. that once he's fired. But I just Maybe think the point fired. is that yes. to continue that front of that's my guy. But we need him. But I understand that Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers might be cool, and they might like each other and all that. Yeah. But at the end of the season last year, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was throwing crumbs out there as if. Matt LaFleur didn't know what the hell he was doing on fourth down. Oh, yeah. He was kind of putting that out there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. why didn't we go? Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. He did and say And in the beginning of the year. The play that was called. The first year Matt LaFleur was there, they won the first game. They didn't even – he looked at Matt LaFleur and celebrated with the defensive coordinator. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful mystery, of course. How worried is Stephen A. Smith about LeBron's injury? You know you want to know. We do, too. The man will be in the house with us next. That's after Key has this from Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the season starts heating up, so do the possibilities. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge, and contenders are solidifying their position. From here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. KJZ ESPN Radio joins us in the studio, Stephen A. Smith. What's up? Welcome, welcome. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? I couldn't help. My eyes went right to the footwear. That shoe game's always fire. I mean, you know, it's yeah. always on point. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 these are some Christian Louboutin sneakers. I like them. <laughs> They're very comfortable. You say <laughs> it's so nonchalant. Right, right. Just, just dropped it nah, out. man, I mean, I, I, I've grown to love them. They're very comfortable, so. Yeah, no doubt about Can that. Can I kick I things off for you? Sure. Uh-oh. Hear me on this. Sure, mm-hmm. man. Sure, let's do it. I'm so tired whenever I hear Anthony Davis's name, and he's a bad boy. He's a bad Top boy. Top five. Top five in the world when healthy. Okay. This is great. This is exactly where I want to go. Is he top five, Stephen A? Yeah. Because I know top five players can carry franchises. Mm-hmm. LeBron James can carry a franchise. Mm-hmm. James Harden can carry a franchise. Mm-hmm. Let's see. KD can carry a franchise. Mm-hmm. Giannis is carrying a franchise. Steph is carrying a franchise. Mm-hmm. What I see what happening with AD when all these guys, when LeBron or Dennis Schroeder, can he carry this Lakers team without well, well, them? Because well, that's what top five well, players well, well, do. Well, health-wise, health wise, I'm not so sure. But what I would say is I'll throw a position out with you. We religiously have debates about LeBron. Well, it's not a debate for me because it's always MJ. But there are people out there who've had the debate LeBron and Le- uh, against MJ, right? I'm here. Yeah, that's okay. me. But we don't mention enough Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 19-time All-Star, mm-hmm. six-time league MVP, six-time you know, NBA champion, uh, the greatest scorer in the history of the game in terms of points uh, scored over 38,000 points. Because when you're a big man and you're dependent on guard play to get you the ball and you need that level of assistance, we appreciate and recognize your dominance, but at the same time it does take something away from you when you're not the guy that's bringing, up the, bringing the ball up the court. You're not the guy on the perimeter making things happen for other people, not just yourself because you're more of a guard than a big man. And I think with Anthony Davis, that's the issue. When you look at him, even though you know he shoots 15 to 17 feet away from the basket and what have you, he's basically a big man, won a national championship at Kentucky. Oh, yeah. He's obviously a defensive wizard. He's a shot blocker. He can rebound. He definitely can change shots if he's not blocking shots. So we know how formidable he is on the defensive end of the floor. Offensively, he's good for 25 to 29 a game when healthy. And he's a walker. He's a guy that can walk around averaging 28 and 10. But we still look at him as a guy that needs perimeter players to facilitate things Mm -hmm. for him. And that's the reason why you can make the argument of him not being top five. Hmm. But I just say top five because I'm giving him credit for what he and how he impacts the game defensively when healthy. When he is healthy, he's good for those 25 to 30 a game. He's good for eight to 10 rebounds. I'm with you on this. But he will also block and alter many, many shots. And you saw that in the conference finals against the Joker last year with Denver. He was running roughshod over everybody. But when he went up against Anthony Davis, it was a little bit different because Anthony Davis is a formidable defensive player. Yeah, that is the difference with with big men in the league. It's always been that way is that they rely on someone to get them the ball. Right. Right. As opposed to, you know, the guards or or forwards like Luka Doncic or those types of players Mm -hmm. who they, they control the game. But you mentioned Jokic. He kind of. 
controls the game. The, yep. the ball runs through him. I mean, yep. he dominates that offense now, especially mm-hmm. without J- Jamal Murray. I mean, mm-hmm. what he did to the Knicks last night in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, he did. He took him to my, school. My no goodness. question. Mid bag of shells, though. Just I mean, one game. Just yeah, one yeah, game. You hope it's all right. so. We definitely right. shake that off, right? It's all right. Well, listen. I, 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 hey, I almost hey, felt listen. like. Did we, did, did, hey, listen. Don't worry about that. Fact of the matter is, if the Knicks were, if the Knicks were blessed and fortunate enough to to go to the NBA Finals, which is obviously not going to happen this year, mm. they would only have to face one of those teams. They ain't got to face everybody. See, the Eastern Conference you take more seriously. The Western Conference, okay, you know, you went against Denver, you ain't got to see them again. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. It's going to be all right. So, in the East, then are the Nets still the team? For yeah, you, without question. Harden? Listen, listen. Let's be real about something here. <laughs> the Nets healthy, they're the favorite to win it all. They should win it all. Mm-hmm. I fully expect them to be, win it all. When KD is healthy, I think KD is the best player on the planet. I just, I, that's just how I feel I about him. I think, I, I, you know, Magic Johnson, God bless him, I don't believe a damn word he said when he said, if I had to have somebody shoot the last shot, it would be LeBron over KD. I don't believe that for one second. Lies. No chance. That, that, that is just lies. Right. Okay, and I love my man Magic, but I don't believe him. The Nets are the real deal. Here's the problem. They're not very likable. You start off the season, um, and I like them. You know, I'm cool with KD, but there are people that look at him and they accuse him of being sensitive with the social media stuff. James Harden, you know what happened with him in Houston before he came to Brooklyn. Kyrie announces on day one that he ain't interested in talking to the media and all of this other stuff, and then you talk to people who cover the team. And it's not the most flattering things that you hear about them as people. Mm-hmm. And so when you cont- when you combine that with the way the Knicks have elevated themselves to relevancy, here's what it's come down to. New York Knicks make the playoffs and get to the second round of the playoffs. If the Brooklyn Nets don't win at all, nobody will be talking about them. I mean, if they lose in, in the, like, let's they say they lose, lose in the finals. In the finals. Well, we'll, be, we'll be talking about we'll be, them. We'll, we'll be talking, talking about them we'll in a talk, different way. We'll, t- we'll be talking about them while the games are being played. But I'm just talking about an offseason where you reflect on everything and everybody and you're talking about the game of basketball, particularly in New York City. They ain't going to be talking about them that much unless they win it all. Yeah, I think it's different. Unless they win it all. In, in New York versus outside of New York, the yeah. Nets are the bigger story outside of New York. But in New York, the Knicks have become the bigger story. I don't know if the Nets are the biggest story outside of New York because right now, listen, you've been waiting for the big three to play. All we ever mentioned is that they've played seven games together. We know how great KD is. Mm-hmm. He's a champion. We know how phenomenal and box office Kyrie Irving is. He's a champion as well. But you've been waiting to see the big three. And you've only seen them for seven games. And so you have people throughout the league, because I was speaking to some people last night, you got people throughout the league that don't want them to win because they think it would be bad for basketball. (laughs) Because if they were to win, then guess what? It minimizes the importance of the regular season because the number of games that have been missed, Mm -hmm. all right, the emphasis on practice and things of that nature and all of this other stuff that God's going to bring up. You're going to have a rippling effect where people are even paying more attention to preparing themselves for the playoffs, not prioritizing a regular season game in any way. I'm talking about league folks in the league. I get you. They're worried that if the Nets win, you're going to have a whole bunch of players throughout the league that's going to be looking to take more time off. They ain't going to prioritize regular season games. They ain't going to prioritize playing together and the cohesiveness of it all and all of that stuff. And I think it's a legitimate argument. I said this this when the whole show kicked off. I said that they are the 2020 version of the Detroit Pistons. Like, not in saying how rough and tough they're going to play, but they're the bad boys of the NBA. They're going to do it the way they want to do it. They don't care what nobody says, and they're going to back each other. Yeah, but you and I both know the difference is, is that the Pistons showed up 
all the time. Well, we well, well now all we're about to find out. No, no, I'm just saying I'm durability just, wise. I'm, I'm just saying they marched city to city, embracing the pariahs, the pariah tag. They marched city to city. They want they they came into your town to wreak mm-hmm. havoc. Mm-hmm. They wanted you to hate them. Mm-hmm. They didn't sit up there and say, "Well, you know what? We ain't gonna play today." We'll see y'all next week. In the the respective cities that we only go to twice a year, whatever, if you don't see us play, tough luck. Now, I can't get on James Harden about that because that brother doesn't miss games. He's legitimately hurt. There's no way James Harden would be missing games if he were healthy. He does not miss games. But Kyrie was off nine months, plays three weeks, and then said, and then disappeared for two weeks and said, I need a break. I'm not talking about the latest. I know I'm talking, talking about, about. The, I'm talking about those first two weeks off, and then obviously, you know, just had a kid. God bless him and his family, and you know, he missed the game because of that. And then, but before that, you announced you didn't want to talk to the media. You got bigger things on your mind and stuff like that. I mean, when you got all of that stuff going on, the people hearing that, particularly right now with COVID nineteen, the amount of jobs that have been lost, people that's worried about their future and what have you, they looking at you and they're like, what? You know, and you've been off nine months and then took off two weeks because you needed a break after a nine-month break? Really? That's not the real world. Even though basketball players with the money that they're making, and deservedly so, by the way, that's still not the real world. And people are going to have a problem with that, and that's how they're going to come at you with it. I'll tell you what. Every league loves an evil empire. Let them become that. I think they're good mm-hmm. for the league because you need the evil empire. I don't think have that, that right on. now. No rivalries, no nothing. I totally agree with Philly's going to be their rival. I t- Just I, mark that down. Go. It's not going to be Milwaukee. It will I be Philly. I totally agree with you that they're good for the league if they play. Oh, they're going to play. That's all I'm they're saying. They're going to play when it matters. I understand That's that. You I know, know that. But you, wait a minute. You know this as well as I do. You don't have to play all 82 games or anything like that. But the games matter, man. You can't be rolling around missing 20, 30 games without blinking. Don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Okay? Showing up when you want to. Even though you got the greatest you're talent in the world. You're talking about Kyrie. And we're looking. I'm talking That's about Kyrie. Talking, not, I'm not that, talking about KD, KD. And I'm not talking okay. about James Harden. But Kyrie's going to. Look. But that matters. You and I both know this. I understand. The way Kyrie handled the season, it's not in the. I, I get it. It's not in everybody's best interest for the league, but when the playoffs come, Stephen A. Mm-hmm. He's box office. I, no, no, no. He's box office every time he shows up. That's the point. And so when you, if you were box office during the playoffs, then we wait for the playoffs. But when you got regular season games and you're box office during that time, and we don't see you more than we do see you. That becomes a bit problematic because it elevates the level of frustration because, again, you want to be seen as marquee. Well, all of those guys that we talk about marquee, what did they have in common? They embraced the marquee, mm-hmm. and they showed up. Are you saying Kyrie's not going to show up in the playoffs? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, not at all. Of okay. course, I think, I think so he's going to show it's, up and show it's, out. A, it's a gripe that I feel like a lot of people have, but when the playoffs come, I guarantee all that's going to yeah, go away. Play, but, but, that's going to go see, away. See, yeah. see, I can't listen to somebody like you Why? say that. Because, Jay Williams, I happen to remember that you were a star. Oh, I'm, I was and a dog. Even, listen, but you wanted Not to show You up. wanted to show up. You knew. Listen, Kyrie loves and idolized the late Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul. What was the number one thing about Kobe? It, I got news for you. It wasn't Mamba mentality when he, in terms of when he showed up at game time to take you up. It's the fact that he was always on. He always accepted the responsibility of being a headline. LeBron. Always accepts the responsibility of being the headline. MJ always accepts the responsibility of being the headline. You got to show up. 
It does matter, especially to a public that's starving for every every increment of enjoyment it can snatch. It can snatch, particularly in these times. How many times have we looked at the clipped on the TV looking for the Brooklyn Nets and this brother was off? That's that is a problem. It's not good for the business, and it's he is not a good. big part of the business, and that is certainly something. I love this conversation, by the way. I wish we had more time. I'm not lucky. To you lucky. You right. I said it. But we, lucky. I said it. But we will have color roulette right. coming up That's next. Good. You know the rules. That's very good. Get the in line. Say ESPN, 3776 Jay, you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Jay's got this from Straight Talk Stephen A. Thank you very much. No problem. Get me on stuff going right now. Ain't nobody scared. I ain't scared either. (laughs) It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walking off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, maybe not that good, but damn, pretty darn good. With straight talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight talk talk wireless. Straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So we know how the game is played. Call the roulette. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Call the roulette. Let's call the roulette. That's what we're playing right now. So let's spin the wheel. What? No, that wouldn't. We we don't want to play that. Okay. Uh, Let's go line two. Line two, Bob Davis, Illinois. Perfect trade. Rodgers to Seattle for Russell no, Wilson. Stop, no. Russell Wilson took his graduate year at 
Wisconsin had a great time. You, you oh, think, that's a great you think, deal. You think Russell Wilson, who wanted to go to Chicago, would say, you know what? All right. Yeah. Uh, me and Sierra, we're going to go to Green Bay. Yeah. It's a great deal. Pete Carroll on line five. Let's go. <laughs> Spin it, please. That is not a good deal. Line four. Or not. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> come Damn on. It. Damn it. it. You have one job. My ears, Jay. Shut up, Key. Line five. Violence. <laughs> Hello. 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 Hey. Hello. Hey. This is Todd from West Branch, Iowa. Oh. I'm a diehard Cincinnati Reds fan. Mm. How well do you think they're going to do this year? The Reds. How do you think they're going to do this year? <laughs> What a great turn on events right there. Uh, I think they're going to do great. They're lies, not bad right lies, now. I think lies, they're trending lies, in the right direction. <laughs> the trending in the right direction Spin line it. is everything. I'm not the person to ask about that. I think they're showing good should progress. Asked, should have asked Buster when he came on. No, actually, the Reds I are pretty good. I just told him what they were. They were good. Line six. Right Joey's sure. line five, too. Line six, please. Six, what's up, guys? What's up? I got a little I got a little I got a little point I want to make about Rodgers. He's complaining that a quarterback was drafted in the first round. I'm a Bears fan. Eighty five he win the Super Bowl. They don't give it to Walter at the goal line a couple times, give it to Fridge. Guess who we current draft in the first round? Eighty six. Neil Anderson, a running back. Mm. Walter didn't cry. Thirty two years old. He made two more Pro Bowls. Hall of Famer, he's got more cachet than all of us put together. T J Will Zoom and me. What do you think, guys? You know, was Walter wrong? That's, yeah, what he's, that's what he's basically saying. He's, he's telling Aaron Rodgers not to cry about it. This is what Terry Bradshaw Aaron said, Rodgers, the same exact thing. Said, he said what he said about the quarterback. He put the quarterback in his back pocket and moved on. Yeah. It's about everything else. Yeah, yeah. Spin it. I just love the accent. Well, the accent was great. Line one. Hey, this is Ethan from uh, Bandera, Texas. I'll be quick about this. One, Aaron Rodgers is the boat. Two, Green Bay supposedly gave Rodgers an extension so we can assume that it would end when Jordan Love's contract, his rookie contract would be over. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't get paid more than $25 million a year with little to, like, zero playing time, which is, means that Green Bay was trying to be slick with a first-round quarterback and then money. Maybe the best thing to solve this is to trade Jordan Love. Don't trade Aaron Rodgers. Yikes. Get him some offensive weapons or future assets that really get him to stay. And maybe Gunkus can keep his job. I, I don't just don't know if he's got any value. That's the only problem. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you could. He said he said you, you should trade Jordan him. Love, but you didn't draft him to trade get, him. What are you getting for him? You're getting nothing for him. Nothing. Somebody You're definitely you a, not getting first round for him. No. I give you two, three. Yeah, but again, that's fireable. All right, I just I just used the first round pick for a guy. Now I'm going to trade him and get a third round or fourth round pick for him. Give me a break. Spin it. You need to do better. It's not a good call day. Line four. Damn line four. Every time. Again? His second time. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hello. Oh, wait. Oh, we're, we're on. Yeah. We got a lot going on in that factory. Can we just one more time real quick spin it? Running out of time. This next caller. Chaps my. You really better, you better nail it. Of course, it's line five. Go. Hello. Oh, yes, I'm here. Yeah, quickly. You got 20 seconds. Hey, shout out to Keyshawn Johnson. Grew up watching you, man. This is Terrell from Florida. I love that Aaron Rodgers trade you talked about. I'm a Baltimore fan. Okay. We got to make Jackson trade for uh, Rodgers, man. I think it'll make history. Just throwing it out there. Do you know the rules? Man, he loved me, man. What's your hand for? We said everybody had love you, Keyshawn Johnson. Make a point. Keyshawn's great. We love
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.